do you have a date tonight and you want to take her out to the swamp? Maybe, you know, want to go gigging for some frogs, something like that. Something really romantic because nothing says a romantic date like spearing a, an amphibian right in the head with a trident that they give like the Navy SEALs, that's their medal or whatever, and they give them a trident. That's what, that's what you do when you go gig frogs. You hit them in the head or you poke them in the head. Well, let's say you don't want to get blood all over your feet and you certainly don't want to get all that swamp water in your feet. Well, what other boot are you going to wear? Because I know when I go out on dates, I'm wearing dry shod boots and I'm married and she still don't care what I wear out there. So I'm staying warm. I'm staying dry on my feet when I go out on my dates or if I may have to go, you know, check some water, change, uh, change over some sprinklers, go ahead and get in the mud, maybe change out a gearbox in the mud. And I want this boot to not only keep me warm and dry, but to protect it. That's why I got the steel toed. Can you believe they make a steel toed rubber boot? I can't imagine it. But Dry Shod USA, that's the dryshodusa.com. That's the website you're going to go to. And also, you you can find them on Twitter. And their handle is at dryshodfootwear. Now, they dryshodfootwear, you'll better be following me because you're only following like nine people right now, and I'm not one of them. And you've got 111 followers, so come on, let's pick it up a little bit. But check them out, dryshodusa.com, and you won't be sorry. If you're going on a date, you won't be embarrassed. Dryshod trashodusa.com Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line This looks like what Roger Moore would look like if he had his feet up in imaginary stirrups while he was laying out on a beach towel Brent, that, that just taint right <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they used toilet paper uh-huh. That Dixie cup you're drinking from looks like a shot glass Did your head get that much bigger? It looks like the Unabomber with a hat on Now a member of the Global Ag Network Well, hello, everybody. This is Casey Kasem coming with your top 40. This week's top co- uh, broadcast, Michael Jackson. And there's nothing at all strange about this man. We see him having a full and long living life adored by the entire community. And now, back to the hits. I also played Shaggy on, or, yeah, Shaggy on Scooby Doo. It didn't he play Shaggy? No. Yeah, he played Shaggy. He played Shaggy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Casey Kasem. He was a, he was a delicate flower. Well, guys, do what? He also had a little bit on Ghostbusters. What was he? Was he a ghost? Just on the TV. You just hear it in the background. No. Oh, okay. That's Lana's always got the great behind the scenes. Do you have like a library of behind the scenes shit? Up in here, Brent. That's what's on my head. If you would turn the it's fan. There's a lot of stuff in my big fat bald head. So, <laughs> Landon, Landon went from being on a cross to having a halo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna, we're I, wouldn't, gonna, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do your blaspheme. So I've, I've earned my halo back uh, here. So. There you go. Well, guys, this is the kind of back to normal, back to usual, and I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Uh, Dryland Farmer Podcast. We've got Landon back in the saddle, and uh, it's better than him being in the stirrups. Did you finally get that cleared up? Oh, it's it's day day to day still. <laughs> Casey uh, Casey Seymour is also with us from the Moving Iron Podcast from 
Scotts Bluff, Nebraska, home of the cold weather. I don't know. Are y'all famous for anything? Um, three three day uh, temperature changes. Do y'all have a Do y'all have a bluff? We do. Yeah, named after Scott. Yeah, so it works out well. Like Scott Tracker. He doesn't know. So is, is it like just kind of this lone tower out in the middle of the plains or what? Yeah, it, they, it was kind of weird. They named the, the bluff after, uh, I think his name is Hiram Scott, if I remember right. And he got killed by a bunch of Indians. And that's where they they left his body there and they came back to get him. He was like with some fur trading group or something like that. And now teenagers drive out called, there on the weekends to get like, Oh, look, out. Scott Bluff. There he is. So it's. Oh. I hope he was like sassy like that wagon driver on Dances with Wolves that gets killed. God. I, don't, I don't I don't know that he was overly sassy, but he, <laughs> he was awesome. Yeah, if, he you was, were, if you were sass there. if you were sassy in the eighteen hundreds, chances are you didn't live too long. <laughs> if you were yeah, a male yeah. and you were sassy, you probably didn't make it much past the saloon. Yeah, yeah if you could get killed by a splinter, you probably Probably weren't too sassy. Oh, yeah. what do you think that could be? A, that could be a good Indian name. <laughs> what do they? What do they wear loincloth, sassy loincloth, or something? Of course, they get named yeah. as soon as they they don't get a nickname. Do they have nicknames? They should get nicknames as Indians because they have their first names. Like, isn't it like the first thing they see after they like come out of the teepee or something? That how they named it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, like Morning Dew, or you know. Running rabbit or whatever, sassafras or something. Yeah, it's probably probably not a probably not a lot of Indians back in the eighteen hundreds named Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody walks out of <laughs> somebody walks out of a TP nowadays and they see somebody eating Cheetos, the poor kid's gonna be called Orange Fingers. <laughs> yeah, you know you know you don't see a lot of a lot of porn names after after old. I guess I guess stands with a fist could probably work. Yeah, yeah, better than yeah. fisting. That worked well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you can direct all complaints from the Indian Affairs to Dryline Farmer Podcast at gmail dot com. So, um, but no, uh, I don't know why we got there, but it was pretty good. So, uh, Casey, tell us how's the uh, how's the quarantine going up there in Corona Land? Do y'all have all kinds of BS numbers, or is it? Or people minding their manners, or they just said screw it, we're going back to work because it's worse than the cure. Y'all even, Casey, Casey, do y'all even have anywhere to go? Or like not, the really. We can. There's not a lot of places to go. Um, Scott's bus. Pretty. I mean, I've been to Hereford once, so that's a little bit like Hereford. You're kind of out there by yourself on a, on a bit of an island, and and that's where we're at. But there's a there's a Walmart here, so um, oh nice. That's uh that's good. Now the quarantine things. I mean, it is what it is. Working in, uh, you know, farm equipment dealership. It's one of those quote unquote uh, essential businesses. So we've kind of spread ourselves out a little bit. I think we've come back together here of late. But screwing uh, people is an is an essential business. <laughs> what? Screwing people is an essential business. I didn't know that. Just this guys that drive case equipment. That's mm-hmm. it. Other other than that, it's mm-hmm. it's it's business as normal. But it, you know, I, I don't know. It's not been too crazy bad. I mean. You know, washing your hands and what have you, but it's it's. So I, what? I, my, you want my opinion on the coronavirus thing? I think it's a little bit blown out of proportion. I think there's a a large population. I mean, now I'm not sitting here saying that you need to take it lightly or anything like that, but I I feel like the uh, the rebound, getting back to work, and all those kind of things has. Uh, 
I almost feel like some people want this economy to fail so they can do something. I don't know. It's just weird. I can't imagine people are lined up to to watch something just crumble and fall like like we're seeing right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I pretty much agree with everything you said. You know, I mean, it's like, um, you know, we're up to what? What's the the nationwide number now? It's allegedly 80,000 or something. Now we can't say, well, the flu kills more people than this has. So we can't say that anymore. Yeah. But really. That's racist. Make sure you're racist to do that. Well, be that as it may. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. No, I Don't mean. Did you see the video of the guys like protesting the gyms being closed and all these guys are on the sidewalk doing pushups? You'll never. S- you'll never see me protesting a gym being closed. Uh, it was, it was, I mean, I, there, there's some of that stuff. So some of the gyms, there's a gym across the street from where I work at that opened back up and they've done some stuff where it's like, uh, well, the gym you go to Lane, they did a thing here where you can have 10 people in the weight room part of it. And then there's like another like cardio room type of thing. And What's cardio? Yeah, exactly. Right. It's, uh, it's the thing about it is that there's no barrier between it. So you have 10 people over here, you have 10 people over here and I just don't get how you regulate. It's that. like the smoking section and the non-smoking section in a porter potty. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the gym I go to the most it's ever had at one time is like three people. Yeah. Like yeah. seven years ago. Is it even yeah. still open? No, it, I not mean, right now. It, it will. Oh, well, I didn't know if it was permanently closed. The Casey, the uh, the the gym that Landon goes to is in. It's in a mini mall type building. There's two businesses. Yeah, there's two businesses. <laughs> one is Snap Fitness, and one uh-huh. Little Caesars. Yes. Oh, nice. Get a nice pizza after your workout. I, guarantee, and I always go to both. Do what? And I always go to both. That's nice. Yeah, that is a great. I, I love the uh, entrapment there that they put there. So, yeah. Casey, what's the most, um, and I'll ask you this too later, what's the most uh, um, extreme measure that you have done? Have you worn a mask? Have you walked around in saran wrap or what? None of that. So, <laughs> no, I, the, the most extreme thing that I've done is um, I drank one extra glass of vodka on Friday. So that I got made sure that it was there, but it's gone now. You know? That's the Ukrainian I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, want finish, you, want finish, you want to finish the bottle off. That's right. I mean, it's had, it's had a little half, half a cup left. I, right. I tell you what, that vodka, man, it, that is some sneaky shit. Because, I mean, Tito's, especially Goose, even though you, I don't know why you think you're better than Goose, because you drink that Skull or whatever it is. No, I drink, I drink Tito's. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Anyway, but that stuff is freaking sneaky as all hell, man, because, I mean, you're... I've had one Moscow mule, and I guess I just kept pouring. Maybe that was the problem. I bet you have, Brent. I bet you have. Yeah, you, you can take that. You see a Moscow mule, too, and that, you kick its ass. But, uh, yeah, it's sneaky. I had one, and it was uh, I was pretty much lights out. Landon, what about you? You've been wearing a mask around. I hadn't seen you around. Today. Hell no, you're staying at home with the mannequins. The only, the only time I wore a mask was about three or four weeks ago. They had a blood drive here, and I wanted to go, you know, do my part. And, uh... So I asked Kimmy if we had a mask, and the only mask we have is this painter's mask. And we repainted our house, and it's like hard. It looks like Darth Vader going in there, sitting there giving blood with a big, with a big painter's mask. Nice. But pretty much everybody in there was wearing one. My kids had to go get haircuts the other day, and they had to wear a mask to get the haircut. So our, like we had we, we had church. I um, would wear a mask if I could just have hair. 
that's one thing. If if I would hire Landon for anything, it would be my chef because I know there's not any hair getting in my food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be something to get in there. Ugh. But um, no, we had do what? Nothing. Go ahead. We uh we had church in person for the first time since this whole thing started, and um everybody had masks. Of course, there was only about forty people. Well, no, there's probably about thirty people there, and um so we had communion. We did communion for the month, and uh, me and my wife were one of the servers. And um, so, and if everybody didn't hear from last week, we had our pastor Kevin Bushart, and uh, he was on here. We talked. Yeah, what did y'all do at church? Did y'all just play the podcast at church? For yeah, your sermon? we did. We did. He didn't even show up. I just put the, my phone up next to the <laughs> microphone, and I uh, bleeped out ass, but didn't bleep out hole when we were talking about assholes. So. Well, that'll that'll get us some downloads. <laughs> but um, so anyway, so we 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 had the wafers this time. We I think they tried to do. Usually we have bread. We had wafers this time. And then of course the little shot glasses of grape juice. But uh, since we're Methodists, but um, so we had like we put on gloves or whatever. And so you know everybody comes up to the altar or whatever, and I hand one and hand one, and I'm like, I can't if I if there's any way to make this legitimate. I can't let this glove touch any part of anybody's hand. Otherwise, it pretty much blows the whole thing up because, I mean, you've pretty much cross-contaminated everybody's uh, sacrament there. So, um, I don't know. The gloves, the masks, the a lot of ladies from the church made a bunch of masks, like cloth masks, and um, they're really neat. So, they had them all out in the front. We picked one up and put one on, and I put on two just, just for the hell of it. But um, I felt like Hawkeye and M.A.S.H., but um, nonetheless, um, so we had that, you know, and I don't know, you know, we there was about probably as far as, you know, at risk people there that probably, you know, there were that were kind of aged um, about three or four of them showed up and they just said, no, nah, we're going to they're not going to tell us what to do. So these people came and um, hopefully, you know, they don't I don't think they caught anything. So um, but, uh, you know, as far as I don't wear a mask around town or anything and like go to Jibos and none of them are wearing masks or whatever. And anyway, it's uh, I don't know, people, I think people are using common sense, but for the most part. But, um, you know, so I was talking earlier with some people and, they, you know, we were saying, you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't on this deal. You got people protesting the opening people protesting the people that are protesting the opening and um, everybody's pissed off and nobody's happy. I just saw what California, they canceled all in person, the Cal state um, college system for all fall of 2020. So it's like USC, USC, they're not going to have football or they're not going to have anything like that. Is the PAC 12 pretty much shut down? I mean, USC had not um, football in a few years, so yeah. well, I think they'll be okay. Uh, that's I true. really believe if they cancel college football, that about, 50 percent of the university are going to go bankrupt yeah well except the money if they cancel football (laughs) that's where all their spending goes (laughs) yeah well that's where all their income comes from income comes from all that yeah but like i you know i know in the ivy league granted they're not football things but they have like billion like harvard probably has the most they've got like a 13 billion dollar endowment they can afford to give free tuition to their students for like, I don't know how many years there's, you know, as far as California, you know, no, no telling how much Stanford has, you know, they've got probably five or six bills in the box. So, um, a lot of those places are, of course, you know, California, that's a completely whole other subject. Well, the cool thing about these Ivy league schools is that you can go to somebody now went to Harvard and say, Oh, you got your degree online too. Just like I did. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you got the Phoenix online and the Harvard online guy. Yeah, got yours online too. That's yeah. cool. 
but and but yet yeah, mine yeah, cost eighty yeah. percent less. <laughs> you know, the old Cornell online, Bernard, So I was uh, listening to uh, that Office podcast today. So I kind of started looking through a lot of the uh, actors, or whatever, like freaking Mindy Kaling who played Kelly, Ellie Kemper that played um oh what's her name she was the receptionist uh, and B.J. Novak they all freaking went to freaking Ivy League schools like B.J. Novak went to Harvard um, Ellie Kemper went to Princeton Mindy Kaling went to Dartmouth I mean Ellie Kemper's granddad is like a famous director or actor or something yeah and her her sister does something I heard that uh I'm sure she does that, something yeah. I heard that Ryan and Jim played basketball in high school together. Yeah, they were high school. Uh, I think they were high school friends. Yeah, up there in uh, Massachusetts somewhere, I believe. So, but it's it, it's pretty amazing how a lot of those. Which I mean, that's gee, I wonder how they got in there. Of course, and then Jenna yeah. Fish, Jenna Fisher went to Truman State in Missouri. So I'm pretty sure her can. <laughs> I'm pretty sure her cans got her that job. And yet, and yet, Ryan still tried to get Jim fired. I know what a douche, especially when he bleached that hair. I tell you what, man. So what's our what are we talking about today? Partner Hornets. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. So we're 17 minutes into this bitch, and uh, we hadn't even talked about. Before we go any further, we're gonna get our platforms out there. Casey, I'll go ahead and let you start yours. What's your whole thing, and uh, where can you find it? And I bet it's the same place you can find mine. Right on Moving Iron Podcast. Uh, hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also check me out at MovingIronLLC.com, uh, Global Ag Network, or Brent and everybody else that's on the Global Ag Network's ass. So. Yeah, we're, uh, if you'd like to talk about uh, equipment and the, uh, the economics behind all that, check out the Moving Iron podcast. That's your, that's your jam. So um, how is Moving Iron now? Is it pretty – I imagine it's got to be pretty tough. Is iron moving? Iron is not moving like it, like it was. Um, I feel like COVID-19 also infected most of the, uh, the equipment business. But for the most part, things are good. I mean, it's not, it's not as bad as it should be. You know, considering what we've got. Well, it gets, on those, it gets on those flat surfaces, so. <laughs> did did you get, uh, Casey, did you get your $1,200 uh, stimulus check? I did, yeah. Re- remodel my bathroom with it. It's great. These are just awesome. Get yeah. landing? I thought about getting a wig, but the wife wanted to go with a college fund. Oh, so. God, how boring is she? I know. Jeez, you, hey, you should have gotten a hair Brent. system, man. See my kid, she's not going to college. I'm just kidding. That's, from <laughs> That's for damn sure. Freaking gnawing on the end of our studio table. She ain't going. See, what uh, didn't Michael say that? It's like you see his kid there. Yeah. He's not going to college. Yeah, about Meredith's kid. Oh yeah, Meredith. Yeah. He's, he's not going to he's college. Like, see that kid? He ain't going to college. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So uh, we you can find us the same place you can find uh, the Moving Iron podcast, Google Play, iTunes, all that good stuff. And um, I'm always going to drop it on Twitter at Trader Brent, and Landon will retweet it at Casey Kasem sixty nine sixty nine. Just kidding. No twit <laughs> Landon forty four. No twit Landon forty four. Dude, no kidding. He hit one of his daughters. I don't know how many daughters he had, but I know one daughter. She was a freaking smoke show. I forgot. I think she might have been like Maxim or something. It's been obviously years ago. But um, I don't know uh, what her name was. Not that it really mattered. But I remember he had some pretty good looking. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Kasem as the last word. Miss Miss Kasem, yeah. So um, you can find us all there in a great places. Also check out Atlanta. Casey. Have you been on the Eat Farm Now website lately? I'm I gonna, have not. I'm gonna pull not that up right now. Eat Farm. 
They need an exclamation. I keep telling them they need an exclamation point. Eatfarmnow.com. <laughs> yeah. Right now on their homepage is George Monenbiot. He talks in justice, land reform, and journalism. And uh, I don't know if a lot of people have heard of Will Evans. He was on, I know he was on Shark Farmer's podcast uh, several several episodes ago. And he's got he's a, got a big um, presence on Twitter and everything. So it um, looks like he's interviewing that fella. But um, so we're going to talk. I don't know. We might talk. We're going to talk some first dance stories, and that might lead into the weirdness of the daddy daughter dance. It just sounds weird to begin with. And um, you're going to hear a sponsor. I think it's got something to do with um, junior high dances and uh, some type of separation device between the uh, rabid boys and the uh, the um, <laughs> self conscious girls and their changing bodies. So we've got all that and more and a forecast on the Dryline Farmer podcast. You were in junior high. You remember this kind of music, don't you? You remember that funny feeling you got, I don't know, down below? I'm talking to you guys because I don't know what you girls were thinking when I was 14 and you were 14. And we had to keep the space for the Holy Spirit because it was always at a church parish hall. Well, parents, you don't have to worry anymore about space. Because we've got the space in between your kid and that other kid that you probably don't approve of because they live, well, there's not really any tracks in your town anymore, but on the wrong side of the internet. Well, look no further. Did I say further? Look no further than plywood pants. When you hear that music, that low E, that low uh, twerk sound coming on like this... You need to make a overnight purchase for plywood pants. This is for all you parents of those teenage boys out there who can't keep it in their pants. And they try to make a scene. So we give you the plywood pants, the in- impenetrable. It's it's stiffer. Like, so you get those really stiff starch pants. This is like 10 times that. There's absolutely no chance that you're son is going to get any closer than say i mean he can get as close as he wants she's not going to feel anything because everything is going to be tucked it's going to be pressed back and you got plywood pants to think about it to think about it to think for because when you go pick him up at 12 30 at night and you're already pissed off because your lady you know mom she kind of gave you the cold shoulder and so you're already kind of you know what you know what your son's going through because i mean you went through it now you're going through it again even though you're married plywood pants for the parents of young boys and the parents of young girls will even thank you more so for it plywood pants keep it pressed in and you can bring them home knowing they're coming home alone and all in one piece plywood pants Ah, eh, eh, moviste hartos en el arroz, frijoles. 
Like every fifth word is like English. It's like you don't really know if they know Spanish or they just want to let you kind of in on the conversation or whatever. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I really can't. Even if I did know, I couldn't tell you about them because it's like part of the feature of code. Oh, sorry about that, about that man. I don't know if you could understand that, man. Uh, Diego Pinche, he overcooked the beans again, man. It's like all turning over in my stomach. But, uh, hey, Bato, uh, we're doing pretty good. Bato, you know, we're trying to get back on the regular schedule just like you are. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, everything's like all quiet on the, like the southern front. You know, Bato, it's like the western front. Ah, 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 Bato. Hey, it's going to be like all kind of like average temperatures or whatever, like 80 degrees for like the next several days. You got to shine. You got to beat the chance. I know you got the rain and you like never hear the end of it because nobody else, like your friends, they got the rain or whatever and they're like all pissed off or whatever they're like oh they're all chicharrones or like all messed up or whatever but hey what though check out the sponsor this week uh it's like some like he's a plywood you put in between your teenagers when they go to like their first high school or junior high dance or whatever that way like the like the kid you know walking around with like that pizza Picha, you know, you know his thing. He's like all sticking out. He's like, he's, he's 15 years old. But what do you expect? So anyway, you put the piece of plywood between the, the dude and the chick, and like there's no hanky pinky or whatever. And uh, hey, Bato, that's all I really get to roll. I'm gonna get back and maybe I can cool down these frijoles before they. Hey, Bato, no, look at the error of frijoles. Hey, Bato, I gotta get going. This is Radar Ricardo and the Serio. Back to you. All right, everybody. Thanks for that great reveal. Well, there's only two of them, Diego and Ricardo. So, um, guys, we're going to talk first dances this week. Uh, hopefully, Casey and Landon have some good first uh, dance stories. Uh, I'm sure it probably came back in junior high, the good old days of 7th and 8th grade, or um, as Casey would say, 7th, 8th, and 8th grade. And uh, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we're going to get into that. And um, I had written down the murder hornet, but um, that might be some kind of move that Landon tried to perform at the junior high dance. So we'll see what we can find out from him. We've got that coming up now on the Dryline Farmer podcast. And I wish I had Brian Adams. So Landon, sing everything I do. I do it for you or meatloaf. I'd rather sing, I'd rather sing the summer of 69. Yeah, I bet you. So meatloaf, what wouldn't he do? Don't let it. That's what I always say. He said he he'll, he'll do anything for love, but he won't do that. What won't he do? He won't uh, break up with her, or what? No, I think it's more like actually say I love you. I think it's I think it's got something to do with ass play, but I'm not sure. Ass play? Yeah. <laughs> Elaborate. Don't need to explain that to you. Yes, please explain it to me. I, I I don't think he wanted her putting the strap on. Yeah. If I was just guessing. You don't want to be pegged. Shut up. The, I know the music video was like Beauty and the Beast, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's about out of hell. Okay, I'm bleeping all of this out. So uh, we're going to move on. So first dances. So Casey, you graduated 96. So you were first hitting the, the first dance circuit about 19, circa 90 or so. Mm-hmm. What was the... Uh, what was the Huh? Vanilla Ice. Nice. Vanilla, was, yeah, what, was, what, were the, what was the uh, soundtrack of 1990, Casey? Do we need to look it up? Um, most of the time, I'm kind of flashing back here to the middle school days. 
lot of hair band stuff. So you had a lot of like everyone else has a corn and uh, what about yeah. the I'm too sexy song? Um, that was more like smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah, that would have been one that was there. Cradle there was of one, uh, one check Cradle of Love, was... Billy Idol, November Rain, Guns and Roses. Oh. You can't touch this. Hammer Time. Ooh, that's a good one. Vogue. Casey, do you have some parachute pants? Um, I don't know that I had parachute pants. Of course, now I didn't have one of those. They have one of those Michael Jackson like red jackets, though. You know what I'm talking about? Did you have the? I think I did have one of those. I remember. Right. Did you have did the you? glove? No, I didn't go that far. Oh. You didn't have the sequin glove? Didn't, you didn't go that far. No. <laughs> did you have? Did you have Macaulay Culkin in your Come super? On. Did you have your Macaulay Culkin in your super sweet uh, secret suite? No. Vanessa Williams. That's who it was. Oh yeah. Vanessa Williams had a big song out then. It was. Like, uh, let's see. Um. I'm gonna you, do, weren't, you weren't sitting at home jamming out to the man in the mirror. <laughs> 1990 slow music I'm going to do here. That's uh, Good kid. I'm trying to see here. Damn it. Boy, you, you think Google's... Oh, I saved you know the that, that I'm Too Sexy song was, was played pretty huh? pretty nonstop. I'm Too Sexy oh. song. Now I'm, ta- with uh, that ball now I'm talking about... Now I'm talking about dance songs. Like, you know, slow dance songs. Dance songs they played at the... Uh, at the at the at the dance, where where would y'all have your dances at? Casey would have been at the Catholic. Oh, uh, we had Catholic, them. We Catholic had them. No, no, we had them at the we had them at the uh, at the high school gym. You didn't have them at the bluff. No, well, I didn't go. I didn't from Nebraska. So <laughs> oh, oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, so living La Vida Loca. Then that was nineteen ninety nine. So that got saving taken. the best for last. That's what it was. Save the best for last. That was the jam. That was the slow jam in the summer of like eighty. Nine or ninety something, ninety two. Yeah, so. Oh, oh no, it's, yeah. Wanna be? You probably danced to "Wanna Be" by the Spice Girls, and no, Spice Girls were way. Like, yeah, that was, that, that was, was ninety six. That was ninety six. Yeah, that was was in high school, and I hate the Spice Girls. Okay, now Landon, you and I are about the same. We're about in the same uh, category. So, as we said, the and of course these songs came out before we were in high school, but you know, well as we were saying, Brian Adams. And everything I do, you know, that was an ultimate last dance song, along with Meatloaf and um, let's see what else. Um, the song I remember most was my was my freshman year, and it was that damn Aerosmith song that went number one from Armageddon. Oh was yeah, no, yet, uh, I don't want to miss a thing. Um, yeah, yeah. This says yeah, not. This says nineteen ninety eight. Uh, yeah. Oh, truly, madly, deeply, Savage Garden. <clears throat> oh, God. That was nineteen ninety six. You, you know, y'all, you people, you people scoff at these songs. But again, if your company would have been, you know, at least a C cup, y'all wouldn't have cared. I did care. I mean, turned off. <laughs> yeah. Turned that shit off. Yeah. I don't. I don't like anything over a B. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that was? Did you did you follow that strict? Did you follow that strict uh, um, restriction yeah. there, Case Lane, in your whole life? Oh, oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I had uh, some pretty strict rules too. Yeah. No. Nothing over an eight. <laughs> you want? You want? You want me to put my hand where? <laughs> <laughs> why would some? Why would some? Why would a great deity put a recreational area next to a sewage plant? <laughs> <laughs> That's from. Uh, <laughs> Um, what is that? Heartbreak Kid. Yeah. 
Forgetting oh, Sarah Marshall. Oh, that one was okay. Well, that was a great. Why would somebody put a recreational area next to a sewage plant? <laughs> and that, that guy's got him out there on the big giant chessboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So this here's a song. I don't. This is not going to turn into a. It might turn into a song uh, episode, but I've been listening to the song uh, "Zombie" and uh, the guys that oh, remade it. Cranberries, but the guys that remade it, um, what what was it? Bad Wolf, um, Cranberries. I mean, I've um, heard the remake. Oh, it's good. Um, uh, so apparently, singer died a couple years ago from the Cranberries. Yeah. So the beginning of the uh, the beginning of the video of the um remake, they talks about that. Um, it says in not in 2018 she died. Yeah, it's a great it's a great uh, rendition of it. Um, but yeah, she died of some kind of alcohol. Induced problem. I don't know if it was alcohol poisoning per se, but um, yeah, it's a bit. No, that's a hell of a song, and I mean, I've known it for a long time. I just, you know, they don't hardly ever play it. It doesn't seem like the, the best remake is when Andy's singing that on the office. It's all <laughs> humpy. <laughs> he's, he's drinking shots of Jägermeister when you're supposed to be working or whatever. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he was the most hated man in the office when he was singing. Oh, he was, man. The bat, the one of the funniest little when he was singing was when they were doing that uh, uh, CPR class and um, they're doing the staying alive and, and then Kelly gets up and starts dancing. Yeah. You can tell by the way I use my luck. I'm woman's Then Kevin's like, call it. <laughs> That's I love it. You've only been going for ten seconds. Call it. <laughs> oh yeah, that is a classic episode. So this is this ought to be an office podcast as well to be. So, but okay. So Casey, did you were you the typical, um, typical kid that hands on both shoulders and she had? Well, no, they had your hands on your shoulders. You had your hands on the hips, and there was. I just had hands on wherever it was. Hands on wherever they, they could go. Where they wouldn't. Wherever. Lay. Yeah, depends on how dark it was. <laughs> Constant movement. <laughs> did um Casey did uh let's see did were you were you pretty single most of the time or did you always have some kind of something on the side I was pretty much a single fellow yeah yeah I, mean, I, I was the same thing so I was always pretty disappointed when the dance would put the dance poster at school wasn't on the wall on Thursdays I was always yeah, I was always a free, I was always a free agent when it came to yeah uh huh nobody would ever franchise me it was pretty sad. I, I couldn't even get the league minimum. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a voice drop right there. League minimum at eight minutes fifty seconds. <laughs> no, I was the same way. You know, we had um let's see, it was at the Catholic Church. They usually had one. They were good for about two or three in the fall. And then the Presbyterian Church had one or two maybe yeah. during the fall. Knights of Columbus would. Yeah, and I don't know if I ever went to those. But. You know, I'm thinking about this. When I was a kid growing up from like eighth grade, that was a big like birthday party thing. Okay. Have a dance. I mean, they'd be oh, a for a birthday party. party. Yeah. Oh, I went to Later one of those days. seventh grade. Yeah. Yeah, I remember some of those. We always did the McDonald's birthday parties here. Those things were awesome. Oh, God. I went to one. Even I thought it was gross, and I was seven years old. Oh, it was gross, but pretty cool. <laughs> it was the first time I ever had a Happy Meal, though. My mom wouldn't buy me a Happy Meal if you begged her to death, man. <laughs> Shit. You'd have thought those things cost a million dollars, man. 
Meanwhile, these freaking people that are just got back from the food banker in their, you know, brand new freaking um, Cadillac uh, DeVille, you know, pulling up to McDonald's, getting a Happy Meal for their dog and the 15 kids in the trunk. So she always, yeah, I never did get a Happy Meal and it, it really affected my affected me later in life. But um, oh, nothing. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, anyway, it was it was a pretty good time. You know, we always it was over at midnight. Of course, we lived out in the country, so I'd have to call and they'd have to come all the way back into town to pick me up. And most of the time, I had a bud with me, and we'd go hang out, or we'd they'd spend the night or whatever. And um, so it wouldn't kind of be totally flying solo. But uh, it was it was talk always all, talk about all the things you touched. Yeah, talk, yeah, and what and the parts of your body that moved involuntarily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where the where the blood was rushing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got so like headed, and then I was woozy. It's just like a bunch of our friends. Like, hey man, you should go ask her to dance. Oh, I don't know, man. You should go. Yeah. Maybe you think, think she wants to. No. Okay. I mean, it, it's pretty much like that. Dude, she's gonna have a kid in two more months, man. She's gonna put out, yo. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know. Yeah, that's usually how you know. Yeah. So uh, it's a good indicator. Solid yeah. indicator. The great awkward days of, of youth, and uh, it, it's well in the rearview mirror because I don't need to live that again. So, yeah. So, do you think, like, now, so y'all been married, everybody's been married here, what? Kate, Landy, you've been married for what, five, six years? Uh, go, it'll, it'll be four years in November. Okay, four years. So, do you think now, Kate, Casey, you've been married for what, 30, 35? No, no, so 18 years. God almighty, might as well yeah. be 30. Junior, junior high dances in 1990 and Casey got married in 92. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, wa- he wanted to make her an honest woman. I mean, shit, dude. So, uh, yeah, so I've been married what? I've been married, let's see, 2008. So do the math there, 12 years. So do you think you could pick up your wife in a bar now? I have way less ambition now, so probably not. <laughs> Does your wife listen to this podcast? Because if she doesn't, I'm going to slide into her DMs. I, I've told her many times, like if you know, if something ever happened to us, I don't, I would, I don't know what I would do because I would, I don't think your, I'd go. Anywhere. Your game is less than zero. Yeah, I mean, and it's also that I don't know that I'm in a big rush to try to like impress someone. You know what I mean, <laughs> you've got money now, though. You were broke when you were young. No, I don't know about all that. That's there's <clears throat> different kinds of money, I guess, in different kinds of places. But you can show them a, your guns. Yeah, show them my guns. No, I, I've I've often I said that to my wife several times. Like if we had to do this all over again, odds of us actually getting back together someplace like in another alternate universe type of thing is probably next to none. So there's. So who do you think a, she would? Who do you think she would lay, uh, settle down with? Then what kind of a guy? My wife is loves English television. Right, oh, she watches like all of those English shows. You know what I'm talking about? Anything that's got like uh, what's that one uh, Abbey thing, whatever. Oh, downtown, uh, downtown Abbey. Yeah, oh, yeah. downtown yeah. Abbey. That's her favorite downtown, jam. You know? Downtown Abbey. <laughs> downtown Abbey. That's a porno. But the other one she watches is the uh, downtown. Abbey. But they, anything like that. So I always give her shit that if if we weren't together, she'd be married to some guy that wears khakis to garden and you know, <laughs> does that kind of thing. And they could they meet at some English, you know, theater. Like club or whatever that she came across or something like that. So it's yeah. Um, yeah, I don't see you at one of those. <laughs> no. No. Oh my! I tried to watch. I tried watching the English. My this is I got a my youngest boy is a 
me and him watched the office together. It's probably not the best parenting thing on the planet. How? My eight, my he's he's eight, so it's oh. probably not the best best thing for him to be watching. But it's funny, and he gets the jokes, so that's even better, you know. Yeah. What I mean? So he, so he was like, uh, "How come Michael Scott's got a British flag on his on his desk?" He's like, "Well, there's a the original office was made in, in Britain, you know, wow. so it's on television." He's like, "We should we should watch that." And I so like, "Okay, cool, yeah, we'll watch it." Holy crap! Is the English version of Ron the Smith? office? way over it's hilarious dude uh-huh. like just riveting laugh like everything's just like belly laugh uh-huh. but it is over the top like it's, out of control it's just european man oh man i'm like we aren't watching this anymore oh, really? like when i draw the line and i say it's That's too, saying something. too much it's too much because so you probably let him watch all of goodwill hunting <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I watched that movie in the theater with my parents. They walked out like about halfway through. And even I'm like, how many times can you say that F word, man? I mean, that's like the first rated R movie I think I'd ever been to. And I mean, it was F bomb after F bomb. So your parents didn't didn't like them apples? They didn't like them apples whatsoever. <laughs> they didn't like the way he fit. They don't like the way he solved that formula on the chalkboard or nothing. And I just didn't like math. So <laughs> yeah, jeez. I mean, even I was like, holy crap, that is a lot of f words. And I mean, it, so Brent, yeah. Brent, you think you do you think you'd meet up with your wife if you had to do it all over again? Or like the alternate think, universe? In an alternate universe, I think we're all pigs. oh i don't know i i think we have too much in common not to i think uh, yeah i think we do we have too much in common not to get to get back even in an alternate universe with to be honest with you when my wife i don't know where we would have met to be honest with you if like we got we're in this state like where's she she from is she from she's she's from the same town went to high school together but i mean if we were like Going to college or whatever, we would never cross paths. Yeah, in college because I was the hey, look, the bar's still open, right? <laughs> she was like, hey, look, it's almost dark. We should go home. Oh, and it was you know she was. We would have never. I don't know how we would have ever cross paths. I don't know that we ever would have cross paths. Yeah, because we were two dy- dynamically different. Well, that polar opposite. A lot of times that works. So far, it's worked for eighteen years. So now, Landon, I know y'all uh, y'all met differently, but. uh you go to a yeah, so you, you go to a bar. Was she a bar? Was she a bar fly at all? Oh yeah, I think so. But I think I think the only way I could pick her up at a bar is if she wanted to leave at seven thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, baby, say that to me again. You want to get home before the news? But, here's here's but my no. number. No, when we met, we met online, and she was fixing to cancel her membership in like three days. So Sweet. we had like a three day window to meet. You didn't send her a D pic, did you? This <laughs> <laughs> is my profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of did send any any picture Landon sends is a dick pic. <laughs> what was my what was my profile name? Four inch fantasies or something? <laughs> you guys, you guys are awful. Oh. So you, you met your wife. You met your wife on like a like a dating app, like a dating site. Farmers only. Oh, no, I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it was on the it was on the internet. It was not farmers only. Russian or something. No, she's not I was, Russian. I, 
I was on farmers only for about five minutes and some, some Ooh. lady asked me what, how big my thread was. And that, that was it. <laughs> how big your, oh man. So this guy, he's old, he's probably, this has been a few years ago, but he's probably, I mean, he's probably in his late fifties or something. And, uh, he was on a dating website and, um, this gal, I think she's from Canyon. If, like they said, they talked for, you know, typed or whatever, missed a message for a few minutes. And I mean, like within 10, 15 minutes, she sends a picture of her, of her beeve. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, even he was like taken aback. It's like, don't you think that's a little forward? <laughs> so I don't think he ever gave her his phone number, but, um, some of those folks on there. So Landon, what was your experience on there? Were you on there very long? Uh, yeah, I was on there probably maybe six months. Yeah. And, Any interesting characters? Oh gosh, it's rough. I mean, you'll. I would. It's, it's rough. I would have to think being in the big city is one thing, but being in a small town on a dating site probably too little much of a small world, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta get your your zone out there about three hundred miles. Yeah. Your, radius but no I, I went on a few days from it and it was pretty most of them weren't, most of them weren't fun but yeah there's a lot of single moms out there oh and i that's, can imagine yeah no judgment that's fine yeah. things happen I guess. right right no there's i mean i mean there, there's girls out there that have like four kids and have never been married and, oh, and, wow. and they'll sit there in their profile and tell you that you have to spoil them <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> pretty sure pretty sure you're in no position to uh, to want to be spoiled no you've been <laughs> spoiled i think you've been spoiled enough <laughs> you've had four you've had four kids from three different guys and the last thing you should have said was no <laughs> yeah, well, you ended, you found a uh, found a pretty dang uh, number ten when you found that one. So uh, found the found the found a rose in the weeds. That's so right. That's, good. that's right. You found a diamond there. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. We uh, we've all we've all found the the ones we need. So, well, the first dances. I think we got more out of the side stories than anything else. So we're gonna quit it there, and uh, we're gonna hit it and quit it. And uh, we're going to get out of here, and hopefully we'll be on a regular schedule. We got all the planting done for the most part. Got a little, maybe one or two circles of cotton left to plant, maybe some dry land since it rained. And and let me tell you something, folks. If you get rain, oh, if you get rain, don't tell anybody else. By God, I didn't tell anybody else, and it still didn't make a shit because they find out because everybody else has the internet and a radar, and they know where you live, and they know where your farm's at, and you don't hear the end of it. And of course, when you're in Nebraska, of course, land or Casey's not in the wet part of Nebraska. But, um, don't, and, uh, today I was like, Hey, uh, at Burns, at Burns Seed Inc. said, Hey, I guess you're on the wrong side of the line today, aren't you? And so, oh, I saw that, yeah. cause we had that, the, yeah. um, I'm going to have to tag him for that. We had the uh, dry line set up today and I think it, oh, it was east of Amarillo a good ways as it was somewhat predicted, but no, we got a, we got a pretty good little rain. We got anywhere from four tenths to an inch over here. So we are more than uh more than happy with that so um if it's if it's one thing a farmer hates it's when his neighbor gets a rain and he yeah, doesn't get one yeah yeah absolutely in the texas panhandle anyway so um amazingly enough it didn't hail which we were surprised that it didn't but um so no don't let any of your friends know that you got rain when you live in the southern great plains of of united states anywhere because, anywhere in the southern great anywhere anywhere yeah i know so um because when god knows the midwest they get more than they want but um 
So with that, we'll leave it there. Casey, Landon, it's great to see you all again. Hopefully we'll be back on a regular schedule since we've got this plant kind of knocked out and all the cattle uh, processed and out on the grass. So until next time, guys, y'all stay safe out there. And I'm going to go ahead and turn Casey down because I don't want his smart ass ruining my lockout. Um, so you can say anything you want right now, Casey, and I have you turned all the way down. So right here, that's what you need. So until next time, guys, we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast brought to you by Plywood Pants. We'll press the pants of your boy so there won't be any pressure later. The Dryline Farmer Podcast, all rights reserved 2020, a member of the Global Ag Network and a proud owner of of dry shod footwear.